What's up, everybody? It's LG Do Set here. Today is Monday, November 22nd, 2021. Welcome to the First Minute Podcast, where I talk about marketplace trends, big sales, and everything going on in the world of NFTs. What a weekend it was. The big state of the union in NBA Top Shot went down Saturday morning with none other than Roham the man behind all of this wonderful stuff along with his team. Lots of stuff to talk about, lots of stuff to take away, and a lot of people were very excited to hear from him, as we usually are. But really, was there much said? Of course there was. I have some stuff to say about it, and I also just kind of want to give a general state of the union of Top Shot, but from my perspective, because lots happened. I've made some interesting podcasts the last couple of weeks about, you know, are people complaining too much? Uh, what my general long-term strategy is, and now is a good time to talk about what the future may potentially hold, especially based on what Roham had to say the other day. I want to remind everybody here that nothing on the show constitutes trading advice in any way, and that the show is not affiliated with NBA Top Shot, the NBA, or Dapper Labs. I'm just a guy at his house who loves basketball and blockchain. This is the first mint. I'm going to start this off by just telling you guys that I actually took Saturday off. That's right. I was off. And I mean like off from NFTs. Like didn't participate. Maybe looked at Discord a couple times, but not really to engage or anything like that. I was gone. I rented a car because my car broke. If you listen to the last live show, you know that I need a new alternator. And where I live, it takes a while to even just get an appointment with somebody to even just look at your car. So I rented a car and I went to the city. Uh, did some fun stuff, saw some friends, and had uh, Zach, Ghost of Greg Oden, cover our channels for us with, you know, I got a couple texts from Phil about what was going on, so I'm sure he was helping too. I may have missed a few bits and pieces of what Ram said because I've been trying to piece it back together since, but I'm going to do my best to kind of review that and also just talk about Top Shop, considering that I wasn't actually active on, a, you know, a somewhat important time, which was, you know, the CEO of the entire company addressing all of the collectors. And I'm going to start this off by just generally kind of recapping the state of NBA Top Shot since the start of the new NBA season. To just kind of go over everything that's happened. I know we do this a lot, but it is important to look back on what's happened literally in just the last month. Probably most importantly, or most excitedly, we had the Series 3 base drops happen. In general, people didn't seem too happy. I'm sure a lot of people were happy to get new moments, but the general kind of consensus was that, you know, maybe the pack amounts, the allotment wasn't right. Some of the moments, there's too many. People didn't like them. There are no-name players. A lot of general complaints. It's been a slow rollout of players, of course, and this week we have the actual third release, again, with that slow rollout of players. And, and we have to say, I have to say, that is actually quite enjoyable to see a slow slow kind of pulse of players coming out. You think about some of the bigger name players, someone like LeBron, when's the actual last time we had a new LeBron moment? It's probably all the way back to Series 2 playoff moments, which he only lasted one round of. So it's actually it's actually been a while since we've had the big names, and it's actually might still be a little while. So actually, I enjoy this slow rollout, even though it has been criticized. And also kind of within that, we finally have the trade tickets for Series 1 reserve packs happening next week, which of course these Series 3 base moments are kind of designed to be trade tickets. So that's kind of all starting to take shape. So in that month, we've had that like new part of the market, that new part of the dynamic of essentially kind of burning moments or kind of trading moments in kickoff. 
We've also kind of wrapped up the WNBA sets. Of course, there's still one more uh, moment kind of going right now. There's one more challenge going, but since the last month, we had the In Her Bag Legendaries. We had a few new challenges roll out. There was the error with the fandom set or the kind of error that they had to make up for where, you know, the Diana Taurasi moment was kind of virtually impossible to attain because it needed legendary moments. And in the end, it was only minted to 122 mints. The archive set dropped, had its own release outside of Run It Back. Vintage vibe challenges have dropped, and honestly, some of them have been super hard. It's a big controversy last week, obviously, when the Tony Parker challenge was poorly executed, or rather the rules weren't clear and had to be changed on the fly, and some users were compensated. And overall, that was kind of what drew a lot of the disdain from last week or the week before, whenever it was. We also had the flash challenges start. Literally just last week, we started to see more of them, which is kind of has a nice kind of fantasy basketball feel, gives us a day to tune in every day. People seem to really like these, so that's been good. And it's also good for me because I usually have some of those players, so that's kind of makes it a little bit more fun. There's somebody in my position who, you know, has made an effort to acquire all the stars, so typically it's easier for me to do those challenges. On the emotional side, we had two massive, massive events that we've been waiting for for a long time finally happen. Highly anticipated events, which we know in the history of Top Shot is not always necessarily going to turn out the way we thought. Series 3, the start of it, the roadmap, and of course, run it back. What we saw previously, these events we thought would be a totally new era of Top Shot, total game changers. And I'm actually not sure a month later that we can say that they've done that. I don't know if they've been game changers. Series 3, a great roadmap. Great to see how many sets are coming. Obviously, personally, I've said I think it's a little bit too much supply, but we'll have to wait till the end of the season to see if, if I'm right or really if Top Shot is kind of executing a master plan here. Run It Back was good, I think. People were excited to see some old players. I got to rip Hamilton. That's okay. People were excited to see you know players that we didn't have in Top Shot yet. It kind of like a fun little nostalgic throwback. But I don't think when we anticipated Run It Back for so many months that we thought there'd also be an archive set or vintage vibes, which kind of, I mean, it kind of watered things down, right? We have three Shaquille O'Neal moments now. We were excited to have one, but now we have three, a 10K, a 990 limited edition, rare, and an 884 LE reward common. Not sure if that's what we thought. And, and right now, how much do we actually talk about running back a month later? Not too much. Because we're kind of already looking to what's next. In terms of the first mint, I've covered the complaining. And I'm not sure how fair it was to kind of address a lot of people in Top Shot and say that they're complainers. Because, like I said, I, I'm starting to realize that we're actually just kind of always expecting. It's as if Top Shot is in this hole, and all of us collectors are standing at the top of it. And Top Shot's kind of trapped down there. And we're waiting for it to dig itself out. And every time it even makes the smallest little move and it doesn't succeed in kind of getting one step out of the hole... We just destroy it. We go nuts. We scrutinize. And any attempt it has a long-term strategy, especially one that we don't quite understand, we kind of just stand there and tap our feet and say, well, why haven't you climbed out of this hole yet? You have $300 million. You're a $7.5 billion company. What are you doing? I'm not sure that's really a fair analogy, and I'm not sure the criticism isn't warranted. What I've been doing the last week, or obviously the last couple weeks, is chasing the root of this and, and, and trying to figure out if it's always going to be like this and why we're like this. Saturday during my time off, off, Roham did an office hours on the state of Top Shot. He said some great things, some big promises, and I believe him, as many people do. These Roham speeches are 
kind of band-aids though. They push the line of anger, of disdain forward another like six to eight weeks. He's a fantastic speaker. Don't get me wrong. You like him. You believe him. I like him. And I really believe him. And I think he's tremendous at what he does, which is being the CEO of a big business. But if you look at it in a more granular sense, the fact that a product needs the CEO of the company to speak directly to the customers and say things like they've added two levels of editing to challenges makes me really kind of scratch my head. It makes me kind of step back and look in the mirror and look at everything and wonder what the hell is happening. Like why, what happened that we're gotten to the point where we need him to tell us that or that Top Shot thinks we need to hear that or that we're even in that situation. There's even something that I'm talking about right now. Why are we like this? And is this normal? Is it going to be normal like this for a long time? And is it like this in any other NFT projects? I'm in a lot of other NFT projects. I don't see anything like this. And will it always be like this? So now that we've kind of had this, another, I guess, I don't know if it's a reboot, right? We're kind of still, we're waking up Monday morning. It's still kind of the same top shot as we knew it was before. We've got a little positive emotional boost from Roham and I'm very excited about the stuff he talked about. But for me, it's, Kind of like, what now? I've been trying to figure out how I feel. And also, you know, looking to the future, what is going to be normal in the future? Is it always going to be, we're mad, things don't go well, we need Rohan to put the little Band-Aid on? Is this always what it's going to be? There was a lot of great stuff in that AMA, I do have to say. Rakeback is in fact coming, so we finally heard about it again after a lot of people were saying, hey, what happened to Rakeback? Seems like it disappeared. We got some details about it, so that's nice to know, and it has kind of that ambiguous timeline a couple months out. We heard that there's going to be merch, there's going to be benefits. We've heard that many times. There's going to be new little features like badges for set completions, a lot of stuff to kind of amplify the part where you collect. There'll be major upgrades to the platform, which of course we know are always coming. And there have been many, and there've been quite a lot in the last six months. If you look back, you look back on Top Shot six months ago, the platform has improved quite a lot. And a lot of that supports what I said on the podcast last week, that long-term, I'm incredibly bullish on Top Shot. I think it's absolutely wonderful. And short-term, I'm taking it week to week. Kind of a, It's not a day-by-day or hour-by-hour thing for me anymore. It's kind of a week-to-week thing. And with that in mind, the best I can do for you guys on this podcast right now is to give my predictions, which we've done a lot of times. Basically, my best guess on where this is all going with Top Shot. And keep in mind, these are half predictions, but also half wish lists because we got all the goodies, all the insight from Roham on Saturday. And this is more what I think can and should happen and I hope happens. Or, well, not not hope in every case, but, you know, I think could happen. And I didn't want to go into anything too needy or extreme, right? Nothing that seems too unrealistic, more so general kind of long-term predictions. And I don't really have a timeline on these. Some of these have timelines, but these are things that it's just like looking to the future of Top Shot, thinking about what the new normal or the normal normal will be long-term, day-to-day in Top Shot. There are four things that I came up with that I think will be where we're at in Top Shot in some time. Not a short-term time, a long-term time. Number one, I think Top Shot will find its place in the NFT world. And I think it already has. It's the behemoth. It's the entry point for so many different people. And despite the outrage, the AMAs, whatever, it's a routine thing for a lot of people. The people that stuck around in Top Shot come back to it. They show up for some drops. They check in maybe once a day. Actually, I'm, t- I'm talking about myself. I show up for the drops. I check in maybe once a day. I sell some moments. I'm not doing the trade tickets. I've been selling all the stuff I got in the last couple packs. I look at new challenges and I do them when I can, You know, pick up a couple moments if I need them, but nothing too extreme. I don't spend too, too much. 
I show for Club Cold Brew when I can. That's always fun, hanging out with my pals. And I get excited at new developments. I listen into Rohem, and I want to know what's coming in the future. Not right now, but in the future. I've accepted that Top Shot won't be perfect every day, and I think we're going to get over that expectation very soon. And that's what I mean by point number one, that Top Shot will find its place, as in it will find its place in our emotional approach of NFTs. For many people, it already has. And I think the general narrative is also going to feel that way. It will be both more regular and also maybe not as contentious and not as big, and that's okay. Prediction number two, the market will become predictable, which it might already be. A lot of you traders out there know what happens when there's a new supply market goes down, when there's new utility market goes up, when crypto goes up, market usually goes up, and so do, or just NFTs in general, um, but then also when it goes down, when people are taking gains, top shot market also goes down. Personally, I haven't put in any new capital, and I don't plan to. There's a lot of stuff I want in Series 3, and I kind of plan to trade my way there. And I know that's not the same for everybody, but I feel like a lot of people are in the same boat where they're not quite ready to put more money into Top Shot and they're going to need some reasons to do that, but they have a nice bag there and they're looking to make the most of it, which is probably why we get so upset when we want some more utility with the stuff we currently own. Whether that makes the market predictable or not, it's, I don't know if that's an exactly fair point, but I think now we have enough data and we have enough really fantastic content creators, especially data crunchers in the community, that now we have a pretty good sense of how the market moves up and down in Top Shot. It's not a surprise when things go down when there's new supply. Prediction number three, in 12 months, the Top Shot platform will be unrecognizable. And I mean that in the way that we, that me and you and everybody use it on a day-to-day -day basis. I've said this a few times, having done FlowFest, having partnered with the people at Flow, which don't get me wrong, are very different than the people at Top Shot. They're completely different people. Having gotten to know them in the last few months, Having to go, gotten to know all these projects, and I, this is not a plug, this is not part of the partnership, I'm not, this is not part of saying it, it does make me bullish on the environment for Flow. And also on what we're going to do with the Dapper Wallet. That non-custodial environment, environment of the Dapper Wallet, I think will significantly change how we see and use Top Shot, and also how money comes in and out. Plus, like Roham said, there's so many optimizations coming and that have been promised, and already so many that have happened in the last six months, we're going to see a lot more of those. The way we use Top Shot will look and feel very different than it does now. Leaderboards, sales bots, more sorting options, offers in the marketplace, bulk buying, and of course, a mobile app. A lot of people are saying that that's going to be kind of the linchpin for all this, for all the new collectors when we have a mobile app, and I don't disagree. I also think Top Shot needs a new front page. Top Shot people, if you're listening, I think you need to change the front page. I think that needs a major refresh. There's only a couple things I want to know. I don't know. I want to know when the next packs are coming, and I want to know what the new moments are, and also my balance. That's it. Collector score, whatever. You get rid of that. I don't need to see the latest Raptors listing because that's my favorite moment. Like I, I'm fine. I already know what my Raptors collection is. I want a nice, juicy refresh of that front page. The last point, number four. Well, this one's vital. And we don't really have any signs of this exact thing yet, but if Top Shot is ever going to make it, this is absolutely what it needs to do. And I think there'll be a point where it kind of figures that out if it hasn't already. Prediction number four, we as collectors will have far more reasons to hold our Top Shot moments. The one-time gifts are good, 
But even the Nine Lives Lounge is starting to lose hope. Those moments are dipping. That set is dipping because the utility of that set is so short term. Like you're in a raffle for jerseys. You're going to get an infinite object. You're going to get first access to NFL. That's so short term. What about years? Why would I hold it for a long time? Top Shot will and should give us reason to hold. I want to stake my moments. That's the part that I can do with NFTs and with Top Shot that I can't do with other collectibles. I can't take a baseball card and go stake it. I want to be able to deposit my Top Shot NFTs and receive benefits that way. And I don't mean hats and shirts. I mean tokens. I mean some flow or even coins of that team or set. Like, like this, the, you know, the set badge is cool. Yes, I'll have a badge saying it completed a set. That's cool. But I want like Seeing Stars tokens. I want to be able to put my Seeing Stars set, stake it, and every day for 10 years receive Seeing Stars tokens that I can use to do other cool stuff with, like buy merch or sell the tokens if I want to. That is when we're going to unlock the true economy of Top Shot. Not just when we get display cases or t-shirts or free pizza or whatever else, just for holding moments. I want to feel like Top Shot, and I think a lot of other people want to feel Top Shot, like their holding of moments is a big part of the future. I think we want to know that holding moments will matter for a long time. Otherwise, might just dump them when the time comes. I think that a lot of that is Top Shot investing in its community and its community to have reason to be there for the long haul. You know, taking the day off on Saturday, it felt really good. I went out for a nice dinner, saw some old friends, drove my rental car onto a boat because that's how I get around in my neighborhood. I have to take a ferry. Getting away from NFTs for a day, even a weird rainy one on the West Coast, was really nice. It was really nice. It felt real good. And I might do it more. And that is going to do it for us today, folks. Thank you for listening as usual. I'm going to give you, well, it's not really alpha, but it's a little sneak peek of something that's actually coming in tomorrow's newsletter. We have a brand new partnership to announce. That's right. You're the first ones hearing about it. This is a little tease. So make sure you check out the First Mint newsletter tomorrow for a little bit of that. Otherwise, we'll see you next time on the First Mint.